0: Now, let me give you the statement of certain men who have had something to say about this gospel. Origen said, "...the gospel is the consummation of the gospels as the gospels are of the Scriptures." Someone else has called it the heart of Christ or the spiritual gospel, and in Europe it's called the bosom of Christ. And Jerome said, John excels in the depths of divine mysteries. And Kulros said, I believe the writings of John have been blotted by more penitent tears, and have won more hearts for the Redeemer than all the rest put together. And Dr. Pearson wrote, It touches the heart of Christ. If Matthew corresponds to the court of Israel, Mark to the court of the priests and Luke to the court of the Gentiles, then John leads us past the veil into the Holy of Holies. And D.A. Hayes says, as we read, we are assured that here at last is the worthy and adequate picture of the life of Jesus among men. Now, the deity of Jesus is the paramount purpose of this gospel. The Messianic character also holds priority. And it's stated in John twenty thirty one. And I guess this would have to be considered the very key of the gospel. Many other signs truly to Jesus, which are not written in this book. But these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing... You might have life through his name. And I like to also, as I've already mentioned, John 16:28. how wonderfully that describes the gospel. I came forth from the Father and am coming to the world. Again, I leave the world and I go to the Father. God became a man. This is the simple statement of the sublime fact, or as John Wesley expressed it, God contracted to a span. Now, the things that are written in this gospel are written to beget faith in the heart of man. Believe is used over 100 times in John's gospel, and it occurs less than 40 times in the other three gospels put together. The noun faith does not occur in John, but it's used in the other gospels. Eternal life occurs 35 times but only 12 times in the other three Gospels. So what we have here is the active verb believe, and it's generally used with believe in, believe upon, or believe into. It's an act of the will. It's not something that is static. It doesn't mean to nod your head and give an intellectual assent to the facts of the gospel. It means that when you hear the facts of the gospel, you recognize that Jesus died for our sins according to the Scriptures. And that means that you trust Him as the Savior who died to pay the penalty for your sins. That's so important, by the way, to see. Now, we have divided this gospel in a way that we believe is a very simple way. We have the prologue. That's in the first 18 verses of the first chapter. Then we have the introduction in the rest of the first chapter. And then beginning at chapter 2 through chapter 12, we have the witness of works and words. And then we have the witness of Jesus to his witnesses, or the upper room discourse, 13 through 17. And the rest of it is the witness of Jesus to the world. In other words, witness of Jesus to all, to the world. And that's 18 through 20. Then you have an epilogue, and you have the glorified Christ in chapter 21. I think that pretty much gives us the division.